My name is Liam. My name is David. And today we'll be going over the 2023 NFL Draft, starting off with grading our team's draft class this year. Liam, if you want to go first. All righty. So Friday or Thursday, Friday, Saturday, currently mm-hmm. Sunday. The Eagles started off with picking Jalen Carter at nine, defense tackle from Georgia. They put it 30 to get Nolan Smith, the edge rusher from Georgia. Got Tyler Steen and Sidney Brown. Tyler Steen's a tackle from Alabama. Sidney Brown's a safety from Illinois. Back-to-back picks in round three. Keely Ringo went in the fourth round. The Eagles traded up to get him. Then we got Tanner McKee, the quarterback from Stanford, in the f- sixth round, I think. Yeah, sixth round here. Mm-hmm. And then seventh round, Moro Ojamo, defensive tackle from Texas. So. Defensive okay. tackle starting and ending the draft. Yep. Uh, how would you grade your class overall? I mean, I obviously there's bias in part, but I mean, A-plus because you get arguably the best guy in the draft, and then you also get an edge rusher mm-hmm. who adds a lot of youth to that. I wouldn't say aging edge class. You know, Josh Sweat is 25, 26, and Hassan Reddick isn't really that old either, but – kind of adds that dynamic young talent to the defensive line that we kind of need. You know, you lose Javon Hargrave and Fletcher Cox, you're probably going to lose after this year, Taylor yep. Brandegram. So also you get Tyler Steen, who's, who's probably going to start at right guard. Mm-hmm. Six, six. It's a guy that you could probably plug in at right guard and start for Isaac Samalu. So you get an, you get the impact players and they're also filling a need. So, you didn't reach on any players, I feel like. So, yeah. obviously, I got to give this an A or an A+. Plus, so. All right, so moving on to the Bears. After swapping picks with the Eagles, we got Tennessee tackle Darnell Wright at 10. You know, one of the best tackles in this class. I so gave that pick an A. The best right tackle in the class. Yeah. yeah. Uh, second round pick for D3, we got Jervon Dexter, the defensive tackle from Florida. Now, this was a little bit of a reach. I still like the pick because it fills a need. So, this is a B. Then we got my favorite. We traded up to 56. Got my favorite non-first-round DB in uh, Tyreek Stevenson from Miami. Oh, this is an A. I was kind of shocked it was still there. I expected him a little bit earlier, especially before he got like Julius Brents. Mm-hmm. And then 64, the Bears get South Carolina D-tackle Zach Pickens. That's a more of a B minus. You know, kind of shocked when two D tackles instead of going an edge there. Mm-hmm. And then they kick off day three by trading down from pick 104 with the Saints. Got pick 115 in there. They took Texas running back Roshan Johnson, who is an absolute B. stud. B. Sean Robinson? <laughs> oh, I should have My bad. <laughs> okay, he's an absolute stud. I, one thing that's kind of intriguing is you can literally use this guy in the, in the pass game. Like, he's a four-star QB coming out of high school. So, it makes it kind of fun to think of kind of different ways they can use him. Outside of being a running back, he can return uh, kicks and all that. That's an A+. And then pick 136 or 133. Not sure. Uh, They had Tyler Scott, the wide receiver from Cincinnati, the fastest player in this class. He also – he also was the fifth overall pick in the USFL draft this past year. I know. I thought it was kind of <laughs> funny. No, he's he's one he was one of my favorite receivers. 
coming out. I've said this already. Like, this is not biased or anything. I've said this for a while. Uh, he seems like he's going to be a guy that could replace Mooney if they can't get an extension uh, locked with him this year. So, going into the season with four good receivers, I like that. And then this is actually the first surprising pick, which is a fifth round. Uh, they took linebacker Noel Sewell from Oregon. Mm. You know, already added into a pretty snapped linebacker group. I was about to Steven, say, didn't you, didn't you just sign two guys to some pretty hefty deals? Mm-hmm. But this is a guy that had first on hype just a couple months ago. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering Absolutely. maybe you can try him off the edge for a little bit, see how that works out. He's quick. He's strong. And Check he did take size. Him. 6'2", 250. Yeah, maybe he's so can pretty, a pretty little small, but I mean, he's pretty – Weighs about the same as Will Anderson. Yeah, he's lengthy too, so. Further like to Not my favorite pick, but it's still B plus. And then we got to the confusing picks. <laughs> uh, Minnesota DB Terrell Smith, it's a C, average pick. Kind of shocked, you know, still more DB help, I guess. Not too familiar with him. Uh, and then seventh round, 218. They took Kennesaw State defensive tackle Travis Bell. I'll get his grade of C minus. Again, the third D tackle, just kind of fix, try, attempting to fix this uh, pretty bad D line group. I mean, was the interior defensive line your biggest of need here? I don't know. Like, I, like, I, I wanted an edge rusher. I'm assuming, we'll talk about this later, but I'm assuming there's going to be another move coming up for an edge rusher because. Yeah. Uh, you're not just going to let, you know, Demarcus Walker and Travis Gibson just be the only two edge rushers on the team pretty much. Yeah, that – I just – you get, like, if you really prioritize defensive tackle, and I I know you've got Darnell right, but, I mean, geez, Jalen Carter, yikes. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. if, if defensive tackle is such a priority, like, I, I'm not saying you wanted to get Jalen Carter. You should have gotten Jalen Carter. Just if you – if Ryan Poles really wanted to – Make an impact the defensive tackle. I don't know. Mm-hmm. That's and I'm not questioning. It. I'm just kind of confused by but it. I, I feel like the bit. difference yeah, yeah, yeah. is though. Like I'd much rather get the best offensive tackle and settle for D tackles rather than get the best D tackle and settle for like an average offensive. Tackle. You know what I mean? That's that's fine. Like if if you want to protect your QB, you got to protect him with the best available. And then the end of the draft off with Stanford safety, Kendall Williamson, another C minus. Not too familiar with him. Similar to the Elijah Hicks pick last year. It's like more DB help. I do think this back seven, though, is very good. I'm just a little concerned by the D line still. Yeah, and overall, so you got, you got Jalen Johnson at your corner. Mm-hmm. Tyler so Gordon we, from last year, right? Yep. Tyreek Stevenson will be on the outside this year with – Jalen Johnson. Johnson, with, okay. With uh, Kyler Gordon in the slot. And you have mm-hmm. Eddie Jackson and Jaquan Brisker in their safeties. Okay. Pretty solid secondary. Mm-hmm. And you got Edwards and Edmonds. Edmonds. And Jack Sanborn. And then, Somewhere around there, you're going to have Noah Sewell. You, you would hope. You would hope. Yeah. So, But overall, I'm, I get this uh, class of B. It's my favorite class since 2020, though. I was about to say, I feel like last year's class, I mean, you got Kyler Gordon. Outside of the first two picks. 
really wasn't any impact players. You know 2021, I mean? same thing outside Justin Fields and, Trem- and uh, Tevin Jenkins. Not great. And That's even, like, like it, it, it took Jenkins a little bit to get going. Because also the injuries and stuff. But he, yeah, yeah. I, you know what I mean. I just it, yeah. it wasn't an immediate impact player. And in 2020, you have Cole Komet, Darnell Mooney. Mooney. And uh, Jalen Johnson and some, you know, your solid picks. Khalil Herbert. You have guys who have made good contributions so far. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, the, the overall draft wasn't – so what I'm questioning, do you count the – do you count for your draft class the future picks that you got? And I would say – could you – I would say you have to include probably DJ Moore. I, I don't know exactly. Like, I, I see people do that. At the end of the day, it's like – I don't know. I, I don't – I wouldn't blame you if you did. But right now, I'm just counting the picks we made this year. Yeah. So it's, I'm I saying, like, over, overall, overall, the draft. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's part of it. Like, you know, what kind of – what did you get in return mm-hmm. for you know, what you wanted? Yeah. So, so yeah, I mean, it wasn't, wasn't a bad night or a couple nights for the Bears, I guess. No. And moving on, uh, you know, UDFAs, there's some pretty interesting names that went undrafted. Any of them for the Eagles? Uh, Eli Ricks, undrafted free agent. We signed a punter from Kansas State, or I think it was Kansas State. His nickname is Legatron. You know, our it's again, this is very like picky, but Eagles had a lot of problems with their punters last year. Aaron Sipos was not really that good, and he also got hurt. Um, so we had a guy, I think Brett Kern, I don't know, but he our, our punting like it. It didn't seem like it, but it was one of our biggest weaknesses in our entire team. So that could be an impact. And again, it just shows like how like set we are as a team. We're getting a punter undrafted free agent is a good move. So Eli Ricks, we did meet him at the combine, you know, uh, cross the line fam. He he was the one that told me to come over to him. So I'll just <laughs> leave it at that. You know, I was wearing a Bama or Bama jersey, Devontae Smith, and a Bama hat. So. Yeah, one of my chairs just fell over right next to me. I don't know what happened there. <laughs> so, any undrafted free? Oh, there is a massive undrafted free agent for the Bears. Um, you know, a couple of ones I like. You got Micah Bakersville. He's a linebacker from LSU. Uh, the six nine tackle from Cincinnati, <laughs> uh, Lawrence Metz. Like that dude. That dude's massive. I don't know how man. to pan out, but like, I don't know six nine. You can't, you can't just look at that guy. Like, no, we're not going. Like, like if he can too play, big. He can play. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Like, there's a point where you're just like too big. Dewan Jones is six eight. Yeah, that's true. And hmm. he seems to do pretty well. Uh, Shepard QB, Tyson Bajan. You know, he'll be a practice squad guy, like I said earlier. Debatable. Oh. <laughs> uh, a bunch of DBs, though. Like, yeah, it's weird. Uh, yeah. You got a guy, you got a couple uh, smaller school guys too, which is cool. A couple D three guys and uh, Todd Simmons from Dubuque, Chris Tooth from Aurora. Yep. And then, so a couple guys that weren't going to get drafted, but can still have a chance to make a roster in the NFL. Did, did Andre Carter get picked up by anyone? Oh, uh, the Vikings. Weird. What happened? <laughs> Like, you remember when he was getting, like, first-round, like, buzz? I know. Like, he what, just had like, a – he, he had a really bad combine. 
from what I heard. So I don't know. Does that does that just make does that drop you from a first round guy to undraft? Like, is it that? No, nah, I just there wasn't really any film on him. Like, does does it have to do with uh, he's gonna have to go to the to his time in the army? No, I I don't think that's it. But hang on, let me look at his stat. Like, he had a really good year the one year. No, he was he led the uh, oh, NCAA in sacks per game. Wow, hey, look at this. They tankathon's updated. Wow. Wait, what? It's, it's for next year. Wow. That is weird. They already have their big board and all that. Caleb Williams, Marvin Harrison, Drake May, Alupashana, Brock Bowers. Hmm. I do. I already have the guys who want the Bears to go after next year. Who is it? Uh, Joel Alt, the tackle from Notre no Dame. Game, 6'8". He's, he's good. And then uh, the – and obviously, Marvin Harrison Jr., but <laughs> if we can't get him, Emeka Iguka, the other uh, Ohio State receiver. I was about to say, he's, he's up there too. Mm-hmm. Eagles, I will say this now. You can you can bookmark this for next year. Rock Bowers will be a Philadelphia Eagle next year. Yeah. Would you take him in the first round? Absolutely. They have a top, top 10. That's crazy. Well, it's just that's the only people we have now. There's going to be a bunch of edge like, you know what I mean? Like, there's going to be guys that come out of nowhere. Cardinals taking Caleb Williams? That's. Oh, they already have a mock draft. <laughs> I'm looking at this. <laughs> oh, wow. There's, there's, there's 32 picks this year. Wow. <laughs> William first overall to the Cardinals. When <laughs> you were to the Vikings at 16. Oh, the Cardinals have picks one and two right now. <laughs> I know. Or actually, no, because that's just projected. So off topic, but dude, this is gonna be weird. The Eagles, for the first time in like three years, only have one first round pick. That's interesting. Dude, for the first time since before I was born, the Bears have more than one first round pick. And it for is damn fun. near for damn near half my lifetime, they have not had a first round pick in certain dude, years. Dude, J- Dave, it is so much fun. Like, cause like you can draft, like you can draft. There's so many like different scenarios. It's not just a player. There's just different scenarios. You could trade up. You could trade. Offense, defense, 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 offense, offense, trade back. Yeah, it's so much fun. It's weird seeing the Bears project to be better than the Packers. Gosh, mm. I love that. I love this. Short, watch Jordan Love become the next – he becomes like the best quarterback in the league this year. They can't get lucky three times in a row, can they? Like it's just not possible to have three Hall of Fame. thing is, I mean, like, it's, not even, it's not even about that. It's just they have a solid defense. That's the thing. So, you can get by with a real, especially in the NFC North. I mean, the offenses are not really like, at least in in years past. Dude, I'm that really hoping the NFC South doesn't, you know, pull on NFC South and they all just like somehow the, the Panthers win the division. I would probably cry if that happens. That's the thing because they win the division. I think they win that trade, man. Oh, 100%. Like, it's just – I can't, like – I think Bryce Young's good enough to, like – also, okay, so if you look at the Panthers, we can kind of go over the Panthers. They got Young, Jonathan Mingo, right, in the second round, or what they get? Yes. Man, that is a good – trying to think who else I, they have, like, wide receiver-wise. I still don't like that team, though. Adam Thielen. At, why did I say Keenan Allen? Adam Thielen. That was – did the trade just happen? 
Oh, yeah. wait a minute. I, don't know, I just, still just don't like that. Uh, what team? The, what team do you not like? The Panthers. I don't, I don't like the entire offense. It's it's a little rough. So, okay. You got Ikema Kwanu. Mm-hmm. I'm going to look at their overall team. Andy Dalton, former Bear. Former Bears legend, man. Okay, serious question. Are the Panthers going to screw up and start? They Do we think they'll start Andy Dalton? Like, is that even a question? Are you kidding me? No. Because, okay, honestly, you don't sign him after trading for the first overall pick not to play him. You know what I mean? Like, No, so, like, okay. When, when in the time frame did they sign him? After the trade was made. After. Okay, so, I mean, you get a guy that – a, a veteran who's had some success in the NFL, mm-hmm. you have him in the quarterback room. There it is. So uh, this, this is the Panthers' uh, weapons so far. Bryce Young. Ma- okay. Miles Sanders. Miles Sanders. Adam Thielen. Jonathan Mingo is your number two. And Hayden Hurst. DJ Chark. Terrace Marshall. I don't like Terrace Marshall either. He's been very underwhelming, but guy who was on that LSU championship team with Joe Burrow, Ikemaquanu. There's guys already questionable. That's weird. <laughs> How's that even work? Still has Brian Burns. Kept probably the best part of the defense. JC Horn. Again, their defense is definitely. So you better hope for the Falcons to rise up this year, or the Saints, or the. I don't even know what to say about the Bucks. Never mind. I love that. Go on to see South. Be the best division in football outside the Panthers. I don't know, man. This is just backfire on us. I know what's going to happen. Like, I mean, so, like, I, if they make the playoffs, I mean, you're going to get a – you're still getting a first-round pick regardless. I, I'm on so, board to move those two, second, two first next year for Marvin Harrison, do whatever it takes to get him. I mean, it's, you got DJ Moore and Claypool. Free agent next year? Claypool's free agent? Next year. I, th- I yep. thought you extended him. Nope. Not yet. You didn't? Okay. I it's, don't really it's, it's keep gonna, up too it's much. It's going to be one of Mooney and Claypool, and whoever okay. produces the most is going to be extended. So, Okay, what world do we live in if you had if you didn't trade for Claypool? I don't know. I, I Honestly, I do think we ended up – Could have gotten Brian Branch. I just like the way the class panned out too much. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I don't want to think about that. Mm-hmm. I just feel like we don't get some of these guys who I really like later on. I think it worked out. Yeah. So the Eagles punter that we signed was named Ty Zetner. Oh, we, 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 did sign, we, we signed a kicker too, so. So he averaged 45 yards a punt. I got to check. Yeah, I mean, we had – one of the worst special teams, and you saw it in the Super Bowl, the the punt return. No, that was just one punt. People are like, oh, it was, I mean, it's just unfortunately evaded four guys and then proceeded to almost take it to the house. So you kind of want to – we're kind of um, switching to the other segment of this uh, podcast. You want to kind of describe what we'll be talking about next? Um, we will be ranking our top five – best classes in the NFL. And once again, do you want to go first, Liam? Sure, go ahead. We'll, we'll kind of alternate. Yep. 
about who had the best draft class. You give your number one. Pittsburgh Steelers. I, I 100% agree. So let's look, let's look at the Pittsburgh. Let's look at the Pittsburgh Steelers draft class. They trade up with the was it the Patriots? Shocker! Yes. The Patriots trade back in the in the first round. I'm not shocked about that. Broderick Jones, the tackle from Georgia. You know they leapfrog the Jets. You get a tackle. You then get Joey Porter Jr. at 32. You know, keeping the bloodline going. That's always good for fans and full too. Okay, while we're talking about that kind of stuff, you know what's cool? Uh, ha- you know how Deuce Vaughn's dad is a scout for the Cowboys and how they drafted him yesterday. And letting him, you know, having him call him, which is pretty cool. But a little off topic. Anyways, moving on. Yep. <laughs> anyone but anyone but the Dallas Cowboys. Cowboys. Screw them. No, I'm just kidding. So they also ended up, these are kind of just lesser. Actually, I guess so they got Keanu Benton, D tackle. Nick Herbig at some point. I think yeah. was that the next pick or Dar- uh, so Darnell Washington and then Nick Herbig. At... Well yeah, Darnell Washington too. hmm Wow. That must have been so, the point where I, I was driving somewhere. Yeah, it was near the end of the of this of the third round. Wow. Pick three or pick ninety-three. So really good like impact players and two Wisconsin guys getting your tackle, which is kind of the biggest need that you had. Tackle and corner was my biggest need, and they were kind of aging in the defensive line. You're able to get two Wisconsin guys who were really solid, good value. I mean, I can't say they're the best in their position. Yeah, there's something about uh Wisconsin edge rushers going to Houston. Sorry, going to uh, Pittsburgh. Yeah, you get another edge rusher from Wisconsin, like you said. Mm-hmm. Pretty solid, and you had Pittsburgh is there too, this. right? What? Mm. You had yeah, Pittsburgh there too, right? Yep. So I feel like our top two is going to be the same. Yeah. So number two, got to say the Philadelphia Eagles, considering yep. the, the team that they already have and the guys that they were able to add. It's I. I don't know. It's it's crazy. So you're able to get a majority of your replacements cheaper on cheaper contracts. You know, Javon Hargrave getting four years with was that like eighty million, something like that. Yes. Something crazy like that. Subtract him with Jalen Carter. Now Jalen Carter hasn't played in the NFL yet, but coming out of college, much better player. Already much more of an impact guy. And again, it's wasn't even our pick that we were picking from. It was the Saints. Mm-hmm. So, but the Bears. Yeah, technically we did trade up with the Bears pick. So, but the pick did belong to us at the end of the day. We were picking yep. up that spot. Yep. And then Nolan Smith, the guy who could be—I mean, he had the, he's the same size, ran the same forty as Michael Parsons, and he's got a guy like Hassan Reddick to learn from. So overall, amazing draft class for them. You know, I, I don't if if you had, I think you had the same. Yeah, I have nothing to add. He's kind of nailed it right there. All righty, number three. Who's this was tough. I got to go probably with the Cardinals. You know, again, like they were able to trade wow. back. Yeah, Maybe so okay. Top five. So I'll, I'll go I'll go over kind of who they got. So, okay, Arizona, where'd they go? Arizona Cardinals. Okay, they trade back. You know, future first. They're able to get Harris Johnson. B.J. Ojolari, 
those two guys, like, it, let alone, and also getting a future first and kind of just adding pieces. You know, you got John Gaines, who was a pretty solid pick. Uh, Garrett Williams, he's kind of underrated from Syracuse. That was a guy who I kind of wanted us to get if Ringo was off the board, but he kind of went way earlier than I expected. So, pretty solid. And again, like I mentioned this earlier, you do you count like getting in return? Do you count like draft capital as if you want? I'm not against that. Yeah. So, who's your number three? Uh, I think I told you this earlier. It's the Bears. Just for the fact that they were able to hammer a bunch of needs while getting a lot of super good players, especially late in the draft. Mm-hmm. Guys that I wasn't expecting to be there. Interesting. Um, okay. Yeah. Not too much. You kind of already talked about it. So, yeah. so who's okay. your number four? Number four, got to go with the Indianapolis Colts. Wow. Not so even my top they- five either. Okay, listen, so you got Anthony Richardson, a guy who's – you got your first franchise quarterback in the draft since Andrew Luck. I was scared Julius... they were going to go Will Levis in the second. And then Jim Mercy tweet, I will take – oh, no. What? Like, I don't even understand. It didn't even make any sense. Like, what did he say so about, like, Montana? Was that was... mentioning, like – Oh, Steve Jones said Montana. That was yeah, forget. I, I don't even know. He was definitely on something at that point. Julius Brents, round two. Round three, Josh Downs, your wide receiver for North Carolina. Blake, Blake Freeland, BYU, the tackle that had an amazing combine. Round four, Adu Tomoe Adubarie. You, you, you butchered that so bad. Wow. How, how do you say it? Adubarie. Adubarie. Okay. So what? Apologies to... Apologies to that. But, I mean, that's a pretty solid first four rounds. And then I, last couple of rounds, just adding depth guys. Guy from Northern Michigan. Interesting. Okay. D2 player. He'll definitely make the practice squad, right, right David? Yep. <laughs> who'd, you have, who'd you have number uh, four? Houston Texans. Yeah. You got, you got your franchise centerpieces on offense and defense. It's like, I don't know, like. I feel like that just helps. You get mm-hmm. uh, one second. Gotta yeah, Henry two hundred two hundred. Trying to find the draft class real quick. I had it up earlier. Yeah, they got a uh, Tank Dell, right? Yeah, Tank Dell is a good pick. They got um, one second. Juice Scruggs. He did go a little earlier than I expected, but he should be a future starter on the offensive line. Hmm. Dylan Warren, I, another guy that I really liked. Solid addresser from TCU. It's an overall it's very good class. Yeah. And that was, Houston, State. Houston was my number five, so you're kind of just glancing over some of the guys that I had. Yeah. So the who's your number five? We'll just kind of go right into that. And the Seattle Seahawks. Yeah, it's a good, good class. You know, you got JSN, who – Somehow fell to twenty. So Devin Witherspoon at five or six, five actually, five. five, five, five. Thoughts on that? I like it. I I don't you know K didn't like it at first, but I, it kind of caught me off guard. But I was like, why not? Like Will Anderson's <laughs> off the board. Just get you know one of the best defensive players in this class. You fix that, you know, bolster that secondary. You spent money on your D line already this year. 
You have Boye Mafe. Kinda, yeah. You kind of have a younger edge rushing class. I'm going to look at who they got like in the later rounds. I didn't the really running see. backs were confusing. You got Zach Charbonnet. Okay. In the second, and they took another one yesterday. Interesting. What was his name? So, okay, they, they lost for Shot Petty. Yes. To free agency. They lost Shot so, somewhere pro- to free agency. So they got Kenny. Oh, Kenny McIntosh from Georgia. That's what it's. Thank you. Thank you. Hmm. Yeah, they got Charbonnet in the second round. Interesting. That was their second pick, by the way. They also got Derek Hall, pick 37. So you got him and Boye Mafe, both second-round guys, back-to-back draft, to kind of be your guys on the edge. So you got Tariq Woolen and Devin Witherspoon. Hmm. And Gank Kobe Bryant. Yeah, so you're in a conference that has good wideouts. Not, not maybe the best corners – or not – the best quarterbacks, but really good wideouts. That division is so stacked with those receivers. Yeah, I mean, wow. uh, yeah, so you got is is that is that a good comparison? I mean, the NFC is more of a like wide receiver, running back. Especially straight up in that division, you got Cooper Cup, DeAndre Hopkins, Marquise Brown. Um, you have you have a bunch of wide receivers on the Seahawks as well too. Yep. Yeah. DK JSN, DK, Tyler Lockett. You also got Fiddle, Debo Samuel. Tight ends. Like, that's, a, that's a division where you do need DBs. Like, you're going to get gashed the entire game. Yeah, so you, you had Kobe Bryant, but, I mean, that's a guy. Is that really your future guy? You know, is, that like your, he's, is that your nickel corner? Like, he, you could move him to nickel. You can kind of move him to safety. He could be that cor- other corner if they go five wide. They don't need a, another safety. Yeah, Jamal Adams and Quandre Diggs. That's true. So, kind of just working his way out. So, Seahawks at five. That's a good draft class. Yep. And then moving Man. on to uh... – So, okay. Let's let's go. So, the Seahawks traded Russell Wilson for Noah Fant, Shelby Harris. Who did they get last year in the first round? Um, oh, Char- Charles, Charles Cross, Cross and then Devin Witherspoon. So that that trade is complete. Time will tell who wins that trade, but we now know didn't, like didn't the full. Second, didn't they get a second runner out of it too? Yeah, so they got. I think it was it was either Boye Mafe or Kenneth Walker, one of whichever pick okay. wasn't theirs. So we know the details of it. Just don't really know the the, the outcome. So I, I say, and again, I put this in the group chat. It's hard to determine how good a draft class is until like five or seven years have passed. Like, is that is that a fair comparison? I think you give it three. Just by so, those guys, you know, are a couple years in the system and kind of getting energy under control. Yeah. So okay, like for instance, let's take Hassan Reich as an example. He's drafted in twenty seventeen. If you were to look at him three years after, you would say he's a bust. I mean, he got traded to the Cardinals. You know, not really – or, wait, Panthers. Why did I say Cardinals? Yeah. He was traded from the Cardinals to the Panthers. He's, like, six years, now he looks like an amazing pick, like an amazing player from that draft. So, it just also determines, like, how you're, you're grading it off of, like, the teams. Obviously, for the Cardinals, not really the best pick. Just I'm just giving you an example, something easy yeah. to understand. So, I mean, kind of hard to determine, like, who got, like, the best – Obviously, looking at it from a pure value standpoint to your team, 
sometimes guys don't work out. Usually in the first round, there's always like five guys that don't end up being impact players. Straight up bust usually. Right. So I wonder who's that. I wonder who that is going to be in this draft. Jalen Carter. You have Jalen Carter. <laughs> yeah, I, I, mean, really like like, I really like Carter. Like, yeah. So I for do agree with the, he is a boomer bust guy. Like, well, yeah, he, he is well, one of those guys that with that off the field stuff, you gotta hope it pans out right away. Like well, within the first two or three years. Gotta remember too. I mean, he's, this is the best case scenario. Oh, where he's going? A championship contending team with a bunch of his buddies from college. So I, I, if he doesn't seem to, if he doesn't pan out, I mean, would he really have worked out really anywhere else? There's more interesting at the trade. I think honestly, that he wouldn't have worked out in Chicago. Like, there, there's no true veterans on that like defensive line to keep him, you know, in check. We're in Philly. You have Brandon Graham. You have Fletcher Cox. Fletcher Cox. Jordan Davis. You know, the guys he played with. You have guys in the secondary and everywhere. Yep. Chicago, you don't, you don't have that. Yeah. Roquan Smith. Oh wait. <laughs> I don't know if you caught. I don't know if you caught my reference. Did he ever play? Nah, he didn't play with Roquan. No. Probably a year not. before. What yeah, probably a year or two before. So I mean, like, also think of it. Like the only thing that people were concerned about was off-field stuff. Like. What? Nobody's doubting his. Nobody's doubting his abilities to play. Uh, okay. There are people who said that he doesn't truly love football, and that was a kind of a sense that a lot of people got. But <laughs> that may not be true. I have no idea. Just kind of going off what I've heard and what I listened. He went top to ten. He he did go top yeah. ten. He was the number one dude on a bunch of people's big boards. So I still it, I still don't know why he fell that far, honestly. Like great question. So I thought the Seahawks for sure were gonna get him. And then I thought for a, I thought for a moment the Cardinals are gonna trade up for him. But hearing his agent say, you know, how he wasn't gonna fall and stuff. And go, no, he didn't fall. I'm like, yeah, he fell. He was supposed to go number two at one point. Like Well, before the it's tough because he's not a quarterback. So quarterbacks immediately get picked over like the Colts. I mean, think about it. who's a better player coming out of college, Jalen Carter or Anthony Richardson. Jalen Carter. Exactly. But he's a court. You know, I mean, it's just like, it's stuff like that. But they do have two very good D tackles. Grover no, Stewart I, and DeForest Buckner. You're telling me Stewart's better than Jalen Carter coming out of college. No, but there you go. So I have two formidable. I'm, I'm, I'm not saying they needed him. I'm just saying if teams truly picked best player available, he would have went one or two. Yeah. But, again, some of these teams need a quarterback. And I was shocked there wasn't four quarterbacks that went in the top five or top ten. Could have happened. but I kind of am. After a few days, it was like there were only going to be three QBs that kind of go. And Yeah. I remember when we thought Hooker was going to go. People were saying Hendon Hooker was going to go to the Seahawks. I think if Will Levis was taken, Hooker was going to go to Seattle. Yeah, so let's only... say let's let's say the Colts take him at four. There Richardson probably Q- goes there's, to someone. There's going to be a run on QBs at that point. Which okay, so that that whole report that the Colts think were more high on Will Levis than Anthony Richardson that was a smokescreen. That's the entire draft process we've got too. Yeah. 
But we say after every draft fest, we're like, oh, I'm not buying it anymore hype. And then after the Super Bowl, oh my gosh, this guy, so and so, this guy's so good. So he, we had we had a couple guys opt out of the draft this year. Probably smart on their end. You know what I mean? Like Ali Fashana. I I don't know. I you also have you, Jared versus well too. That was a confusing one. I thought he would have been when you know his third edge off the board. Yeah. Or next year he has a case to be second or third still. So. He's still get another year to play. Who mm-hmm. said it'll get better? It's just very rare that it helps a guy coming out. Will Anderson. Will Anderson last year. Or, I mean, he, he stayed. I think so. someone said this. If Will Anderson was available not this season but last season, he, he would have went number one. Yeah. Over well, over draft, Trayvon Walker. He wasn't draft eligible, was he? He was. Was he? Since he was a senior yeah. this year? No, it was his second year playing in college. No, yeah, he had to be three years. Moved. No, I, during at that point, it was two where they changed it. When did they, you know, he was so he long. was he was draft eligible last year if he wanted to be. It's it's two years two years of football after college after high school. Because technically, I mean, like Bryce Young, I mean, he started two years. He did stood on the bench during that national championship year. So, Braylon Allen is he a? Guy, I remember you're like, oh, Bears should totally draft Braylon Allen. I'm still on board for me a Bear next year. <laughs> you have two expiring running backs. But uh, Roshan Johnson. I'm just, I'm just looking at the big board here for next year. <laughs> I, dude, I love Braylon Allen. He is going to be a stud. He is one of the best backs right now in college football. Like, mm-hmm. And I'm not even so, okay. bias. Yeah. So, quarterbacks next year. Caleb Williams, Drake Bay, Quinn Ewers. Michael Penix. Michael Penix. Probably that Van Dyke kid from Miami. <laughs> no. No. No? No. What do you mean, no? He, he was so bad this year. Like, it's not even I'm saying, like, he's going to be in the draft next year. Yeah. Yeah, but, like, he's not going to be. Don't know. How do they hmm. have Braylon Adams the third best running back? I could get second behind Travion Henderson, who I also like. But Sanders is good from from Arkansas. He's pretty solid. I, I just like Big Ten or Big Twelve running backs. Oh, I know. Trust me. Rumble from Washington is good. Dallas Turner is really good. He's with with Will Anderson gone. He's really going to have a good year from say, Alabama. How do you say that Ohio State ended that? JT. Wow. There's really a there's a bunch of Washington guys. Interesting. I I love Romo Dunsey, the receiver. Jeremiah the Trotter. Son of Jeremiah Trotter, the Eagles legend. Kool-Aid McKinstry. <laughs> this is weird, man. So the draft is in like 360 days. I know. Safety. Okay. Malachi Moore, okay. He's Stone College? What? That's what it's like Donovan Jackson. I'm just – ooh, Cooper Beebe. wonder if he has any family ties to Don Beebe. Brock Bowers. Okay, wide receiver. Two Ohio State guys. 
Mm-hmm. Then they have Xavier Worthy, who's solid. Then Romo Dunsey is going to be a guy to fly up the board this year. Trust me. He is Malik, Malik Neighbors was solid for for LSU. He had a 1,000-yard season last year for them with Keishon Butte on their team. I love how this turned from a let's recap the 2023 draft to <laughs> <laughs> an intro. Yes, I, I, I enjoy, I enjoy the process of like grading players. I just didn't. I, I was, I was going to go to the big board from last year just to see, you know what I mean. But I was like, yeah. they, they updated it. So Liam, dude, I already have the uh, film for you guys next year. All of it. the film, the film. Yeah. Yes. What film for what? Game film for all the guys for next year. Oh, for the prospects? Yep. Oh, okay. So. So, yeah. yeah. Well, that kind of just ends the video. We were we're going to go a little bit more in-depth throughout this offseason because there's not really too much going on. There's going to be some guys cut. There's some guys who haven't signed, like Ezekiel Elliott, guys like Carson Wentz, stuff like that. Yannick Ngakwe, kind of notable guys that will find their way on people's teams. There's going to be but, a veteran edge rusher time by the Bears, I think. Like, it has to happen, or you're making a trade. There's a reason you didn't go up to an edge in the draft. That's Chase my Young? Thoughts. Chase Young is a pipe dream. I think it's more like Leonard Floyd or Yannick Ngakwe. Maybe uh, a cab casualty. Maybe uh, E. Ford. Where's he at again? They're all who? D. Ford. He's a free agent. Oh. I thought you said a cap casualty. No. That doesn't said or like Oh okay. Yeah, I mean I truthfully I feel like a guy like Derek Barnett could get cut in the Eagles. That'd be a guy the Bears. I mean I see had... Carl Lawson's name float around. Yeah. I it'll be interesting like it's more this year on who makes the team for the Eagles. It's not like like who gets cut. That's that's what I'm wondering. There's a lot like there's so many guys that can make this team, but there's only a cert- certain amount of guys you can. You know, there's 53 men roster, mm-hmm. so it will be interesting. It, I definitely think the Eagles will have a bunch of cap casualties that will get picked up at some point. I can't. I don't expect this to be like that problem. And it's not even cap. It's not even a cap casualty. It's just like there's just too many guys in a position. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we'll see, but. You know, this episode turned into a little bit of a preview for next year's draft, but oh, yeah. promise we won't be too much invested into it. You know, we got we also got college football to look at this year. I'm actually excited for college football this upcoming year. The most I've been excited in a while. Mm-hmm. So kind of get that back up going again. Maybe we even go over some NBA stuff. Maybe. Up to you, David. Maybe. But, you know, Maybe. we'll see. But, uh, David, always good talking with you. Always, Used to be yeah. together. We used to be together, but David decided to end things. Wow. No. <laughs> you transferred. But yeah, I did transfer out. You did. Yeah. So, anyways, thank you guys so much for listening. This is the Frostline Podcast signing up.